Good morning, you two. What can I get for you? I'll have a stack of pancakes. Uh, yeah, me too. And, and make them... Spooch! Okay, and did you want coffee with that? Oh, yeah, definitely coffee. Definitely. Yeah, coffee would be great, thanks. Spooky Pancakes, the podcast where Dad and his team discuss horror movies they watch together over Saturday morning pancakes. I'm Dave. I'm the dad. I'm Rowan. I'm the teen. All right. So uh, we're we're hanging out here, and uh, we actually just finished uh, watching some episodes of Walking Dead, uh, mm-hmm. getting caught up. And uh, I just can't help but uh, think about how Walking Dead is so much more violent <laughs> than the movie that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's just zombies in general. Yeah. <laughs> Even if just looking. The first episode is more violent than the entire movie that we'll be discussing, Which despite is, its name. Right. And it's it's widely regarded as, you know, and a, a movie that was kind of despicable, I think. A, a lot of people were really yeah. um, up in arms. I mean, I can see why. I can see the different reasons that it can be viewed as disgusting, but it's more of like a a mental reason, like something you come up with in your own brain, something that you like formulate because of the things you're seeing, not because of the actual things that you're seeing. Like it's not visually disgusting; it's like the ideas are disgusting. Right. I mean, I'm glad that we've we've gotten to a point now where we can see the disgusting stuff. It's kind of fun, yeah. uh, you know, because it is. Uh, I. I you know, uh, I I think of it as like uh, seeing a magic trick. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, and it's really interesting for me because I just I love special effects and even thinking like how would they have done that? Like, <laughs> what could have happened? And you know, it's okay. So you know, it's weird that I just realized. So I just wanted to be, want to be a special effects makeup artist. I don't anymore because I realize that's kind of it. It. it the likelihood of me being able to do that as yeah. a career that, like, you know, it just didn't fit in with what I wanted. No, that's good. That's good. But I support you. I support you in that. Yeah. I really wanted to do, like, gore makeup and stuff. And yeah. now I want to be a nurse. Yeah. Yeah. And so you help people who are gory. Yeah. So, like, I mean, I'm still. Potentially. I'm still in, like, the gore area. Right. All right. Well, that's that's good. <laughs> I've always uh, loved <laughs> things that are kind of, you know, nerve-wracking. <laughs> I always want some sort of gore in my life, I guess. Now it's actually realistic, but no, I I want to help people. That's really what it yeah. is. Yeah. No, that's good. That's with makeup. It's bit. well, well, I I definitely like doing that too. Yeah. Um, just so everybody's aware, uh, you may notice a slightly different quality to Rose's voice uh, this week, uh, or or the way that they are pronouncing their words. Uh, yeah. So I got Invisalign. And it's making the diction that, like, I'm saying, I don't know how you actually use the word diction. Whatever. 
it's making my voice weird because yeah. like I can't say like my T's or my B's or my V. Right. V's V's are the hardest because it needs like that like a vibe. What if vibration? Vibration has the word V in it. Yes. Ugh. And that's the thing that happens when you. you make the word letter V. Sure. I can't say it because it needs that and like the plastic against my lip just decides nope we're not gonna do that and i'm like why <laughs> so yeah if i can't say things right i've had them for like two weeks so it's improved from what it was when i first got them yep but if you can't really fully understand what i'm saying then my apologies deal yeah. with it <laughs> all right yeah it'll be a journey yeah. all right so uh ro what's on the menu this week this week on spooky pancakes a group of teens discover why you don't eat gas station barbecue. It's the, the Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw Massacre, 1974. All right, this one's directed by Toby Hooper, mm-hmm. and man, it is widely regarded as one of the best, if not the best, horror films of all time. Honestly, for scary like purposes, I can actually agree with that because like this this movie it for like my scary tolerance now uh-huh. like okay when I first started watching horror movies like Friday the Thirteenth really freaked me out and I had like yeah it, it, yeah but now that movie would not scare me even no, you if don't I watched think so? that at midnight really okay no I just don't think it would. Yeah, but this one. Even if, like, I hadn't seen it already. Okay. But this one, the idea is just kind of, I don't know, it's just... It's, there's something about this that gets under your skin. It's very real It's realistic because, like, it's not something that's, like, well, I'm not going to say anything about Friday the 13th, that aside. It's not something that seems like, oh, well, you know somehow they're still alive or somehow this happened or like they're they're just there mm. what do you mean uh, what do you mean like it's not anything that seems unrealistic oh or i see what you're saying not possible yeah, yeah sure or like sure no these <laughs> sorry this is gonna give people nightmares these people could really exist <laughs> yeah they could yeah. totally there's well, so we've been watching so... a lot of um cold case files which mm-hmm. is like yeah. We're fine. Uh, my sister's girlfriend says our house is haunted. It's not. Yeah. Don't worry. She saged it. It's um, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we're fine. Um, hey, maybe there's a reason we always feel so compelled to watch all these horror movies. Yeah, sure. Maybe there'll be a horror movie about us. No, the, the spirits want to hear horror movies, yeah. and they want to create a horror movie here. So. Yeah. Okay. It, it'll be great. Yeah. We've been watching a lot of Cold Case Files, which you can find on Amazon. Um, it is about real, it's about true crime. I do also enjoy true crime. Yeah. Not in a creepy way. Watching true crime. Yep. Yeah. I like watching true crime. Um, but it is also kind of terrifying because, you know, it's true crime. (laughs) So, you know. Well, there is the thing at the, at the very beginning, the narration that's done by John Larroquette, who is, uh, he ends up doing like a lot of comedy <laughs> later on. He was on a show okay. called Night Court that was he was great in in, oh. in the eighties. Um, but so this narration that they do talks about how this is you know based on a 
on a real story, or yeah. not even really that it's based on a real story. It basically, it, it's saying these events are real, which um, yeah. it's not. However, it, it's, it is based on um, Ed Gain, who was, this, uh, I guess, a serial killer um, and uh, a very disgusting uh, human being. As serial killers um, tend to be, yeah. There's but, not really any that aren't disgusting human beings. No, I mean, but you he was kill he, people because you can. Yeah, he was like killing people and like making a suit and keeping making furniture out of bones oh, and you know all sorts of things. Uh, you know, they do find their way into this movie, yeah. and it was kind of in the you know in the public mind for a while um, because it you know you get these fantastical terrible uh things that happen and people just go oh my god i wasn't but, laughing at fantastical <laughs> terrible things that happen to people i just remembered a story that i will tell in a second all right go on. Uh, but yeah it's uh you know there's part of us I, I think that can't help but like wonder about cases like these of like how how are human beings even capable of, of yeah. doing this stuff i want to like i mean i won't because one i don't have time Two, I don't have the energy or motivation, but I want to and will imagine that I will um, research like the psyche of serial killers because mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a whole lot of studies on those. Oh, yeah, like sure. what goes through their mind? Like what what's happening up there with like just why? Well, what makes it so you know, different? Because so, something has to change. Where like sometimes it's from trauma, but sometimes it's totally not. Yeah, they, Usually it's from trauma, I, but. I wish I could I could remember exactly what this source is so I could cite it appropriately, but uh, we watched a, a thing and it might have been on like Dateline or Nightline or some mm-hmm. sort of line, and uh, they um, th- they did a study where they hooked electrodes up to people's heads mm-hmm. and they said words to them like you know rape, murder dismemberment you know mutilation you know Mm -hmm. all these sorts of just really highly charged sorts of words yeah and they studied the uh like um the way their like brain waves reacted yeah or or, truthfully in this case uh the way they didn't react to it so with people um in the control group who were not psychopaths and these were specifically like serial killer like psychopath types yeah um people who had been labeled as you know psychopathic um they found that there was absolutely no difference between saying the word like hot dog and saying the word you know murder and even you know it's like no matter how many times you say it in the control or in the psychopath for the psychopaths but for, you know, for the, in the controls, there was always this like little tinge. There's something that goes off in the brain where you hear these things and your brain goes like, yeah, you know, um, but psychopaths, you know, murder is no different than, you know, cotton candy, you know? And Ooh. so, uh, they, so it's, I don't know exactly what that means, but, uh, you know, I can glean some stuff from it that, you know, some people are just like wired differently, yeah. you know? Um, but hey, I, that must be terrifying as a parent. 
Uh, it's super terrifying, of course. <laughs> terrifying as a person, but, like, terrifying as a parent because, like, I don't know that came to mind, but, like, you have this child and, like, I don't know, somehow they could just be a psychopath. <laughs> From that perspective, that's not what I was, oh. that's not where my brain was, but <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, I mean, it's terrible having you out in the world and, oh, you know, yeah, that that you might, might run into somebody, bring no. somebody home, like, hey, dad, uh, check out this person and, you know, they're, they're a total psychopath, psychopath you know. Yeah. Um no, so, I mean, like, what if you just have a kid and, like, you didn't do anything wrong with this? Or, like, mm, murder, cotton candy, same thing. Right, like, right. Uh, that's terrifying. They live in a house with you. They, kn- they know where you live. They know, like, all your personal information. <laughs> they have access to a safe that you own. Yeah. They have all the things that you own because they don't actually own anything because they're a child. And, yeah, don't start being, like, suspicious of me. I swear no, I'm not a no, serial killer. No. Okay, cool. Oh, cool. Um, but the story I was going to tell. Yeah. So... I've told this to you before, I think, but you might have forgotten. I know I've told it to mom. Yeah. So um, this is a story I heard from my math, from my, not my math, my science teacher. Um, so he said that he used to go down to Florida a lot and we were learning about anoles and like stuff about um, uh, like evolution and mm-hmm. natural selection. Yeah. And so... I mean, this is a little more artificial selection, but still. Okay. Um, so he met this kid uh, down in Florida one time, and he said, the like kid said, like, hey, do you want to come see my collection? And my science teacher was like, I mean, yeah, sure, because they were both, like, between the ages of 7 and 10. Yeah. And so he brought him into the woods, and they, like, walked for a while, and then he sat down by this rock, lifted it up, and there were a whole bunch of dead animals, like most of them anoles, which are these little lizards you can find. Oh, I find. call them anoles. I was wondering. Anoles? Yeah, anoles. anoles. Yeah. 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 I don't know which one it actually is, but Mr. O'Neill, my biology up. teacher. I've looked it up in a, in a um, dispute with somebody, mm. and it's anole. Oh, <laughs> like cannoli? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anole. A-N-O-L-E. I'll have to tell Mr. O'Neill, my biology teacher. Yeah. No, please don't. I won't. I won't. <laughs> you do not want to be into this. Actually, he's really, really nice. That's all right. I, I don't need you going into school and being like, uh, my dad said, <laughs> you're wrong. <laughs> you, biology teacher who knows the things about animals, you're wrong. Yeah, no, um, don't do that. I won't. <laughs> anyway, um, so this kid brought him over to this rock, lifted it up, and there were a whole bunch of dead anoles and, like, chipmunks and... Just a whole bunch of different mm. dead things, all of different levels of de- decomposition. Yeah. And now Mr. O'Neill was like, okay, that's creepy. Sure. Um, And sure. walked away. Yeah. And so he didn't meet this kid again, but he literally said to our class, like, yeah, that kid is definitely a serial killer now. Oh, yeah. And he references it multiple times. Yeah, but well, like, it's the thing, kind of stuff that you're just alarmed about from your childhood where you're like, oh, God. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's it's one of those things where, you know, they definitely, um, you know, know um, that, that that's a thing that serial killers do yeah, is, there's, is mutilate there's and, and harm animals and stuff like that. Which And now, I'm not sure if this kid who now would not be a kid because my teacher's at least 30 and that kid was about his age. So this now probably 30 year old, that's terrifying. Um, it now, okay. So like, 
I don't know if he just collected these dead yeah, animals. Well, he might, you know. Or if he, like, killed them himself. You know, some... But either way, it's kind of creepy. It is kind of creepy. He it kept is... them. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. He kept them and found them. Yeah. Many. Yeah. Or many. That's a little bit weird. Yeah, no matter no matter how you look at it, it's always weird. So yeah, I'll I'll send this well, episode we'll, to my we'll, science team. Yeah, we'll be we'll we'll talk a bit more a little bit later about dead animals. Um yeah. and um uh I got some stuff to share with you about that that you may not know that Did is, you kill a whole bunch of dead animals? Are you telling me you're a serial killer right now? I did not kill dead animals. Did you collect it, it is it is impossible to kill dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, kill animals. Uh, no, 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 just bugs. Did you make dead animals? Just, just bu- bugs. Um, my, no. My English teacher would talk about that too. I was the only one who didn't raise my hand when I when she asked if anyone, um, if everyone in the room didn't feel remorse when they stepped on a bug. Mm, yeah. She's like, "Do you ever like who in here?" Um, feels no remorse after killing a bug and like everyone but me raised their hand. I was like, oh, I guess I'm a hippie, okay? <laughs> I mean, I already knew I was yeah, a hippie, but like, I guess I'm a hippie. You're, you're a softie. You're a softie. Okay, so uh, we're going to try something new Okay. <clears throat> this episode. Um, do you have a stopwatch I available do. to you? I do. Okay, so we're going to try something this time to... Uh, Make it, uh, give ourselves a little bit of a challenge, okay? Um, I know what this is, but to make our movie synopsises, synopsi? Synopsies. Synopsies. Yeah. Um, not so damn long. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this is the one minute movie challenge. Can we go back and forth and, uh, Basically, do a decent synopsis of a movie in a minute. We've now spent longer talking about this exercise than yes. we're going to actually spend doing it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. Uh, tell me when. Start. Okay. So, in this movie, we have a bunch of kids that are in a van and they're going to make sure that their grandfather's grave has not been disturbed because there's been a lot of grave robbery and disturbances. Okay. Um, they see this hitchhiker. Um, on the road, and they let him in because they're stupid, and he uh, he 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 slices his own hand with Franklin's uh, uh, pocket knife, um, takes a picture of him, and then sets it on fire. Sets the picture on fire when he doesn't give him money for it. Then they kick him off the van. All right, great. So then they end up stopping at a gas station. They try to find the directions to their parents' old uh, homestead or grandparents' old homestead. Uh, they're told that they probably shouldn't go there, uh, but they go there anyway. Okay, um, they they have to take a stop, and they go. One of them goes into this. Uh, we're totally gonna run out of time. One of them goes into this uh, person's house to find gas. Oh no! We failed at that. Okay. Failed. Okay, so we'll try to. Okay, so they. We'll get better. Yeah. All right. So they go in to get (laughs) to see if these people have gas, and um, they meet Leatherface, and my watch is telling me it's time to stand, which no thanks. Yeah. Um, they meet Leatherface, and it is Kirk and Pam. They go up there, and Kirk gets killed with a sledgehammer. 
And then Pam gets dragged and hung on a meat hook. hung on a meat hook yeah. to watch mm-hmm. um, Leatherface chop up Kirk with a, a chainsaw. A chainsaw. Yeah, sure. Yep. Butcher him. Um, and then uh, we get uh, Jerry. Jerry, who Jerry. Uh, comes to try to figure out, uh, uh, hey, what's going on here. And uh, he, too, is killed with a sledgehammer. And uh, that leaves Sally and her brother um, yes. out by the van. And uh, they kind of wait there for quite a while. Yeah. And it starts to get dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, they end up trying to go find their friends. Oh, also, Franklin's oh. in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll talk about that. But, uh, but yeah, so Franklin's in a wheelchair. Sally's pushing him. Uh, and uh, Leatherface comes out and uh, chainsaws Franklin, and uh, then I, they goes on like a huge chase, chase. with it's Sally. It lasts chase. forever. Yeah, you never think it's gonna end, and then you think it will because she gets to the gas station again, um, and the guy's like, "It'll be okay. It'll be be okay." And you offers her barbecue. <laughs> Which Franklin is, by the way, Franklin ate some of that barbecue. Yeah. Um, and it was weird looking barbecue when he was eating it. I was like, that's some weird looking barbecue. But anyhow, on, on with the synopsis. Okay, I realized something that I'll mention later. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, so she goes on and goes into there. He offers her barbecue and ends up tying her up and throwing her in his truck and driving her back home. And it turns out he is part of the same family as Leatherface. And then the hitchhiker dude comes along and gets there at the same time as them. And it turns out he is Leatherface's brother. Yeah. So uh, they have a really uh, disturbing family dinner. <laughs> um, and uh, a Grandpa is uh, brought down to dinner who you have previously thought was basically a corpse. Uh, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they're trying to give him some blood to, to suck to, to help him, uh, you know, rejuvenate. And uh, they're... That always works. Yeah, they have, they have the, you know, their family squabble about, like, who's good at what and, you know, who cooks and blah 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 and, and basically they, they talk about how Grandpa was the, the greatest killer there ever was and... Uh, their whole family of murderers. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's a little bit more than that. Um, they, they, uh, grandpa feebly tries to uh, kill Sally with a hammer in a way that is very nearly comical if it weren't just so utterly um, disturbing and disgusting. And yeah. uh, Sally manages to escape, mm-hmm. uh, runs out into uh, now the daylight basically uh and so uh, we find out she's been there pretty much the whole day yeah like overnight and uh flags down a a trucker and uh the the leather face is chasing her and uh she ends up getting into a pickup truck at the end and is is uh driven away with leather face uh swinging his uh his chainsaw all over the place. Yeah, and the hitchhiker is run over by the car or something. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, he gets he gets by a truck. He gets hit yeah. by a truck. Yeah, he gets hit by and a truck. And then the truck stops. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, if it's not really like a complicated plot, folks, you know, you no. could basically say 
Um, Somehow we still couldn't do it in a minute, though. I know, because we tried to include too much. Uh, maybe a minute's not enough. But um, but a movie in a minute sounds so but good. <laughs> it does. A movie uh, in two minutes is nothing. No, that's nothing. That's like... A movie in a minute and a half is it's too much. We have to do a minute. It has to work. Yeah, it was, it was like, what did they have for a while? They had like six-minute abs. And either there was a comedian who was like, I, I've, I've got the next biggest thing out there that's going to take the world by storm. Uh, it's five-minute abs. <laughs> um, so, yeah. All right. So, I got a question for you about this. What, what, did, you, what did you think about the pacing of this movie? It was, um, if I can remember correctly, kind of odd. It was like a weirdly like slow start. Yeah. And then the hitchhiker got on, and I was like, oh my god, what's happening? And then and then it was slow again, and then yeah. it just kind of felt like a, like like we were going like super slow, and then we like got on the highway, and then we got off again, and we got super slow, and then we got on the highway, and then we got off again. Uh, and then we got on the highway and stayed on the highway for the whole rest of the film. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, I mean, it was... But, like, I also feel like the chase scene between Sally and Leatherface is yeah. way too long. Right, did you think it's so, cool. really? It's cool, and I love it, but yeah. also it lasts for a while. I remember saying, like, oh, my God, when is this going to end? <laughs> and thinking that, like, this totally has yeah. to be the end of the movie oh, right. because, oh, like... so is it. Like, it, it, it's, it's like the middle. Right, it's crazy. Well, it... It's, it plays with you in a weird way. So I, I feel like... Which I, I actually really enjoy that. The um, For me, like, I, I think it's the threat that I, I like, I knew stuff was going to happen. Yeah. And stuff wasn't happening. And so we're building atmosphere and dread. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm really sort of torn about the acting. <laughs> I'm yeah. very, very horn there's definitely some good acting because oh god like so sally is amazing yeah you know the the acting there is is really really good but they drew from local talent you know and i think there's something to be said for the fact that these are a group of people that like you just don't really know yeah and which is why they're not in much more after this yeah, they like just... we looked at the cast list yeah. to freshen up on their names, mm-hmm. and a lot of them had their like pictures on the uh, oops. on the IMDb on the IMDb like actually it's the pictures of them from that movie, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that means they probably weren't in a whole lot after that no, because that's, that's usually what, what that most, means. Is so. the most famous, you know, yeah. for for that, um, which is a pretty famous movie. So I mean, I, yeah, yeah, it's it's in the Museum of Modern Art. Really. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, it's so it, it went modern from, art. Yeah, I mean, it went from Actually, being reviled to revered. Really, it's yeah. it's pretty amazing. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm again. I'm sort of torn with the pacing because I, part of me, while I'm watching it, is going like, "This is pretty slow." Like, I don't know that we need all this stuff. You know, it's it's kind of a lot, but a lot of it's building tension. You know, yeah. the the beginning is just great you're seeing those solar flares you hear that of the uh camera flashes and stuff yeah and you know you just know and that opening shot of like the corpse in the cemetery that's basically like made into some sort of piece of artwork yeah is just 
bizarre, which we later find out, of course, is the hitcher who's who's doing all this stuff. Yeah, hitchhiker. Um, yeah, the hitchhiker, hitcher, hitcher, hitchhiker. Yeah. Can people say that? Yeah, hitcher. Yeah, it was a great movie called The Hitcher. Why have I never heard that? Yeah, I mean, I don't come across very many hitchhikers. I've yeah. maybe seen two in my entire life. Yeah, in the well, same spot yeah, actually. Yeah, they're they're we don't see them around here very much. Down by the Burger King and Wendy's. Yeah, well, it's not like big. We're you know on a part of the country that's you know. No, we don't get that many hitchhikers. No. We're yeah. All right. So, how do you feel? How do you feel about them saying that this is a true, true story? Like, um, I c- compare that to something like, you know, in in a way like this strikes me as. Uh, a, early sort of found footage in a way almost yeah. but it's it's not but some of the camera work you know the way that almost the griminess of it like it looks real part of it them not being like polished actors that you know also mm-hmm. makes it seem more real because you're like oh my god are these people like i feel like these people are gonna actually get killed here you yeah know? um it's it's com- I have a complicated view on this because like we've seen things where it is actually based on a true story like the yeah. um with the, oh yeah yeah the, the uh, Warrens yeah with the with the, yeah the Warrens and and uh, the Conjuring uh, the Conjuring. Conjuring series yeah they you know and again that's like base. <laughs> based on how much of that you actually it, you put, it might put not even be it. actually real but it's based right. on a true story right it might not be real but it's but i think the world in 1974 was unprepared for something to say this is true and for it to not it, be true it made it way more scary i always thought it was true honestly i i literally when i was a kid i always thought it was true yeah it seems like something that could be true yeah um because there's definitely some crazy people which we talked about earlier um, and there's definitely true stories about people being crazy people. Yeah. Which is the same thing as being crazy people. Um, but it seems like something that could happen because there's also cannibals. Which, by the way, that barbecue, that was human. Oh, yeah. That, definitely. That so Franklin, right, right, Franklin was was eating humans. Yeah. It's like right, the last was, thing he just, ate before he died. Well, right, because I was looking at that and I'm like, that's not right. What the hell is that that he's eating? It was it was pretty gross. So, okay. Yeah. So I whoa. So I have seen um so Snapchat has these videos you can like watch of like it's essentially like YouTube, but mm-hmm. it's on Snapchat. Yep. Because all the or like a TikTok. It yeah, yep. all the okay. different social medias pull from each other because like they're like oh that worked i'm gonna do that yeah so i watched this thing on snapchat that was these this uh like making like movie props Mm -hmm. and there's this one woman who makes like edible um movie props and like so some people have to be there's one that i remember where i was like dealing with raw they were supposed to be dealing with raw chicken yeah because they were handing it back and forth over a whole day of shooting they couldn't actually have raw chicken oh cool so she had to like make fake chicken oh that's awesome um and it was super awesome because there's some things where it's like these things shouldn't be edible right right. but they're making it so the actors actually have to consume it Mm -hmm. so they have to make it look real like making fake edible blood for vampire stuff that has the right consistency it was really interesting i've also seen stuff for like props like making 
ice that isn't too loud, but it's like loud enough oh, that it wow. makes noise, but like not so loud that it interrupts filming. Oh, wow, but like you can awesome. like swish around. It makes like the ice clinking, but not like clink, 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 clink. It's like right, right, right. Sure. And as, as a former sound guy. <laughs> Uh, for for a, a very low budget movie that never got released, uh, I can I can definitely appreciate that. Yeah, you know? it's really interesting. Or like glass that you can break, but that doesn't, doesn't actually cut, hurt yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, and is like bendable, but it also snaps. It's I nice. I don't even know nice. why this keeps coming up on my page. Probably because I keep watching it, but I should subscribe sure. to it because I have not yet. And yeah, it's that's pretty awesome. really, really interesting. I'm gonna send you one when yeah. the next one comes well, up. I'm sure that the you know you could definitely see in the in the gas station yeah. uh, the stuff that, <laughs> that was in there. It looked like there was a side of human hanging in there. Like yeah. it looked like you could see like maybe neck and shoulder or something like that. Which was you yeah. know if you went around the corner to look in where he was you know in the smoke pit. Um, that's, that's, that's pretty gross. Yeah. So um, what I'm wondering, yeah. what did they use for that barbecue? Because you said that it didn't look like normal barbecue. What animal do you think they used to actually, because he had to be eating it. Well, I, I yeah. What I mean, do I don't know that it was actually, to... I don't know that it was actually like barbecue or anything. It could have been anything. You yeah. Know? It could have been just, like. It was like long and did, and. <laughs> you know. They could have just cut something weirdly and slathered in yeah, barbecue sauce. I don't but know. like. Yeah, it was it it was it was something else. I mean, and I love Texas barbecue. It's really good, but yeah, um not but, that kind n- of but Texas not that kind. Uh barbecue. So, I do you think so this is one of the earlier slashers. Yeah. yeah I mean, if you can even I guess you can call this a slasher. It's it's yeah. kind of different. Um it's a slasher with a twist because it's not really quite in the slasher area because the slasher is definitely in the 80s. Like yeah, well, I mean, the first really real, well, for, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think the f- they, people widely believe uh, that the first um, American slasher is Black Christmas. Yes, which we watched, watched and it is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I would so watch that again. Yeah, we, we've, we've got to do that again. We, we've got to, we've got to do an episode on Black Christmas. Um, totally. But, uh but yeah, so, and, and they're, that's, they're, these are roughly the, like, that's also 1974. I believe so mm-hmm. it's, it's right around the same time um you know and psycho maybe is like the first yeah, one which i haven't seen psycho I know, we've I talked really about that we, you, you do maybe that's it's, that should probably be next definitely on our a classic yeah it's, it's probably and it's hitchcock yeah you know so it's not like you know even though it might not be totally scary to you it, it's hitchcock you i've know, watched so it's good, i've watched some know? hitchcock yeah um you'll, movies you'll like, like it recently. you'll like, like it you just may not is, be like i'm not scared by most but you can appreciate you know the editing and, and yeah, the music I can always appreciate like it. I can you always know. appreciate a movie when it doesn't freak me out. I think you'll, I think um, you'll really like it. Was Rear Window Hitchcock? Yeah, we had a phase where, like, we in like the late summer, where my sister wanted to watch so many Hitchcock. It was movies. great. I love that. It was that. amazing. I was all, I was all it's about that. Totally We'd, all of I our styles. Do, I want to do that more. It's like a great sort of movie, like mystery movies. That's a great thing for us to watch as a family because, like, me and my dad, horror fans. Me, my sister, and my mom like mystery fans and so together with like hitchcock movies where it's yeah, like yeah. murder mystery sort yeah, of stuff like that's that's right up our alley right. which is why we like true crime together and why we like mystery sort of sure. things and i was this is the key that i would have been obsessed with horror movies later which you knew obviously but i was obsessed with scooby-doo as a child loved it scooby-doo was my everything yep exactly. i had a scooby-doo like fourth birthday birthday party or something <laughs> 
Yeah. It's fantastic. There's a picture of the cake and it looks so awesome and I really want it again. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I wish mean, I'd like know where that Scooby Doo trinket is. Well, you've got you've got a birthday coming up. So I maybe, do. Maybe it's a Scooby Doo yeah. birthday. Maybe I'll have another Scooby Doo <laughs> birthday. I honestly could. I'll be turning fifteen. So in this, you know, we, we think about with a lot of slashers about there being like rules. Yes. Does this one follow the rules? Sometimes. What's so how what's different about um, this one do you, would you say? What are what There's no nudity. Is there not any nudity? There's like no nudity. Really? Is that you true? I don't think we see any boobs. Huh. Which that's like a slasher that's rule. That's kind of surprising too in like a 70s movie. I, f- I felt like they were real loose with the boobs, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. You know, um boobs everywhere. Yeah. I mean, they were 70s boobs too, so they were like yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't they weren't all, you know, siliconed up and, <laughs> you know, made for made for the movies. They, Fair these point. Were, these were the boobies they were born with. Um Yeah. So I They couldn't even be photoshopped. That wasn't even really a thing. No, no. Um, I'll tell you something. For my money, um, weirdly, I, most of them usually have small boobs. I don't know why that always happens, hmm. but like, there's never more than an A cup there in yeah. any like bo- movie boob, and any boob where there's a movie, and any boob with it, yeah, in any movie where there's boobs, they usually don't have much more than an, than an A cup or maybe a B cup, but there's Depends. nothing more. We just, well, I think we just haven't seen those ones yet. Well, I'll, don't worry. I'll I'll, oh. I'll, I'll, sh- I'll show you some boobs. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Why have you done this? I no, hate that. I hate no. that. I hate that. Um, oh, God. So I'll, I'll tell you something. In terms of like- At least in the, the 70s. The, um, well, yeah. In, in terms of one oh, of the rules Gary of of slashers- is the final girl mm-hmm. and sally is one of my favorite final girls that i've oh, she's seen badass. she's a badass and so unlike i and mean she's not like hypersexualized or like she's not like oh no i can't do this well like, here's oh the God. thing too she the killers like, does it. the killers are not sexually oriented at all no because they're all kind of childish right okay so how are these killers different than, like, you know, and, and what does it mean, you know, that they behave the way that they do? Why do you, why do you think they behave the way they do? Um, okay. So it seems like it runs in the family. Okay. Um, and maybe it's because of the grandpa where, like, he seems like, you know, actually know very much about him, but he seems like he, all of them are like, oh, you were the best killer. Like, we look up to you, like. I feel like I'm talking like my English teacher analyzing everything right now. Um, no offense, Miss Chagrin. <laughs> she so knows sh- it. That's what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, but, like, I feel like they were, like, looking up to him and being like, you are everything and, like, you are the best killer and we all want to, like, be looking towards you. But, like, also he couldn't, like, raise his son and his then son's kids because I'm assuming that the cook is their dad yeah so the hitchhiker and the i think they might i think he face. might uh yeah maybe i don't know that just I, seems I'm, like I'm they're not, all a family and so like i'm not assuming. sure they might all be brothers um yeah. here's something i want you to think about so one of the themes throughout this movie the way that i look at it right this is fits in to like a genre of of horror that's like hillbilly horror mm-hmm. 
yeah. uh, redneck horror, or, you know, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Hillbilly horror is kind of nicer because it's alliterative. Yeah. <clears throat> um, there are no hills. Think... There are no hills here. That it's just the... makes me think I should watch this with my friend Colton. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Because sure. he's a hillbilly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he also likes horror. I and... told him he couldn't handle Walking Dead. He said, "How dare you?" So. <laughs> yeah. so one of the interesting things is they are talking in the car with the hitchhiker, mm-hmm. right? And they're they're they go by the slaughterhouse, yeah, right. And the hitchhiker is talking about how, you know, how it's the way that they they kill the cattle is different now than it used to be. Oh yeah. And do you remember how he said that you they used to do it? Um. No, but I remember being freaked out by it. They hit him over the head with a sledgehammer. That's the way the first two people are killed. Right. So this is a family that made their living at the slaughterhouse, and then technology came in, and technology took their jobs away. Uh. And when they became destitute, because they were no longer employed... Uh, and could not feed themselves, they oh. turned to eating people. Now, I, I don't know if that was out of necessity. Maybe there was an accident somewhere, and they discovered that they liked eating people. I don't really know that story. I haven't looked at any of the other Chainsaw films, so I'm yeah. sure I know some of them are like Chainsaw Origins stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But one of the more interesting things is is that Grandpa was the best killer of cattle. Yeah. Like, he was not going around and, like, killing everybody. Like, so Leatherface's job now is Leatherface goes around and gets new food for yeah. them. You know, kills the new food. I mean, I think it's maybe, maybe the hitchhiker's job to, like, get people, marks them. Yeah. Like he does on the side of their van. Yeah. Um, as the next target, and then uh, and then they're killed by Leatherface and prepared by the cook. Yeah. And fed to Grandpa. Yeah. So I think it's an interesting, like, anti-technology theme huh. yeah. here. Yeah, I haven't thought about that. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's big city versus rural America. It's about change. Yeah. I don't know where I stand on that. <laughs> honestly of like that's kind of something that's gone through my head like a lot in my whole entire life where i'm like i want to live in vermont and have like a farm and be like rural and then also Any i want barbecue <laughs> no not that kind of barbecue <laughs> maybe some kinds of barbecue i do like barbecue not human bar- actually i've never tried human barbecue oh god <laughs> and not may, that i and want may, to and may you never may i never but like <laughs> i remember one time where you were reading to me and Elsa, and um, I w- we were about to go to bed, and you asked me, "Hey, um, are your boogers spicy yet?" And I said, "No." <laughs> I and forgot. Elsa like died laughing, and she's like, "That's not what you're supposed to answer." I'm like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, I mean, I don't know because <laughs> I was still picking." I was nose. trying to convince you. That your boogers were going to eventually, and I totally forgot that I, I did this, but I tried to convince you that your boogers were going to turn like incredibly like beyond 
you know, ghost pepper spicy <laughs> and that it would hurt really, really bad. Like, but it, it happens at a certain point and it kind of happens overnight. So mm-hmm. you've, you've got to be careful in, in hopes that it would keep you from picking your nose and eating it. <laughs> yeah. Cause you, you'd just be too afraid of, yeah. uh, of it turning spicy and hurting your mouth. So <laughs> these are the, yeah. the, the lies that you tell your children. Yeah. Um, um, I think about that actually all the time because that's not, that's not, it hasn't only taught me that, it hasn't only taught me that like, um, you lie to me all the time, but all... Good lies. That's a good lie though. No, it, it, it didn't only teach me not to pick my nose and eat it, but it also taught me that I have to think through what I say and how it corresponds with the things that other people uh, ask sure, me before sure. I actually answer because it might be interpreted differently. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it actually had a bigger lesson now that I've thought about it more where I think about that every time I'm trying to answer a question to think like, how do I say this right so that the person inter- interprets it? Interprets <laughs> well, they're not going to interpret that correctly either. Yeah. Interprets irony. that correctly, like how I actually mean it. And so I actually, I think back on that a lot. Yeah. Um, so, you know, thanks for telling me, me and my bookers are going to be spi- yeah, spicy. Good. And thank you to my sister for telling me I'm an idiot for yeah. responding with no yeah. and not I well, don't know. I mean, so that's true. That's She's true. also two years older than me and I was like six. Are they spicy yet, though? I don't know. <laughs> there you go. Good job. See? You, you I did it right. It. You nailed it. You I did it right. Okay, good. <laughs> um, so according, uh, so a really um, pretty influential a film theorist uh, named Carol Clover. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's really one of the ones that coined the term final girl. Um, yeah. Had a, uh, had an essay called uh, her body himself, gender and slasher films. Yeah. And, uh, and she talked about this idea that part of what audiences enjoy about slasher films is this uh, concept of gender transference what um, in in the final girl and in the audience what the hell do you think <laughs> she's talking about I have no idea what that means my guess is gender transference yeah I don't even know what the word transference means. If I knew what the word transference means, I could figure this out. So, B, well, what's transfer mean? To move thing, something from one place to another. Yeah, so gender So gender transference, transference is to, like, s- <clears throat> switch? Yeah. So yeah, like so the her, difference her in thing gender about, roles yeah. when you get to the final girl and the difference in gender roles in the audience? Yeah. Yeah, so her her claim is that part of of being a spectator for slasher films is all about this idea that it allows you to experience the other gender in a weird way. I have so many words on that. Okay, um... You know, I should definitely take something about gender studies in college... Yeah, I would so. really, really enjoy that because I've always really enjoyed, not always, but I've since come out as non-binary and now, well, this is the first time I'm telling you, but specifically yeah. a demigirl um, because I'm like more feminine, sure, more sure. on the feminine side no, of non-binary, I, I and so there's a label for that, which is yeah, demigirl. I get you. I get um, you. 
Yeah, which I don't use all that often. I more say non-binary, but mm-hmm. whatever. Cool. Um, so since coming out as non-binary and or a demigirl, uh, it's like I've been interested in figuring out how society and people in general, which I guess is society, views gender. And since, you know, becoming more of a person in society, I want to learn these things about society and like kind of analyze it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting to me. And like, I like, like thinking about my different views against other people's views. Like I really love debate and I've always really loved debate. My sister does not. And so one time I had this debate with my grandpa about, I don't even know what it was about, like politics and whatnot. And she was sitting in the room and she's like, can we just stop talking about this? I'm like, just leave. (laughs) And then my grandpa later like was like talking to you and mom about like how he was proud that I held my own because I was like 11. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't don't think I was 11. Maybe I was, no, it's because I was wearing a mask. I must have been 13. Yeah. So maybe it was last year, but. Interesting. Yeah, I know he said to mom where he was like, yeah, like, I'm really, really proud of them for being able to, like, stick up for their point and not just, like, crumble when we had, like, kind of opposite points on some things. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, no, I'm I'm right on this. Like, my opinion, this is my opinion, this is why. And I've always really liked being able to, like, tell people why I think things. So, what do you think about this? What do you think about this idea of gender transference? Then? Yeah. Um, so I think it's kind of bullshit, but also at the same time, not. So, okay. So personally. Right. And we talked, I think we talked a little bit about, about this in our Friday the 13th episode. Yeah. Right. That, that the, the final girl has to, um, like masculinize yeah, herself. But I, I honestly, I don't really see that a whole, a whole lot in this, but I think there's something very interesting in this movie Mm -hmm. that I I didn't really think about until I I was reading this essay. And then I looked back and I, I I realized like, had you realized that the, the leather face that I think a lot of people think of when they, the mask that they think of yeah. when they see Leatherface is the final one that he's wearing as he's, you know, chasing her out towards the truck and, she, and he's swinging his mm-hmm. chainsaw at the end. Um, that that's a woman's face. I hadn't noticed. And he's like basically dressed up as a woman at the end of that movie. What I had thought about when uh, when you said something earlier about um, about like their family history and yeah. like how they like crumbled. So I have a theory that the cook is the dad of the hitchhiker and mm-hmm. Leatherface because it just the ages seem to fit right. Yeah, and that the grandpa is the cook's dad. Yeah. Yeah, and we see a we, there there's another be, skeleton in the there too. Yeah, that, and that would be the grandma. I read and that, that in the wiki. Very thing. dead. <laughs> yeah, that one is very dead. But what I had in my brain that I realized there would have to be a mom involved, especially in 1974. Now yeah, that's sure. starting to not be true. But 
well, it's more starting to be true that there doesn't have to be a dad involved. Yeah, sure. But I mean, they're does. They're kind of dark. They're, yeah, it's complicated right now. Science will figure out a way probably, but right now it's complicated. Anyway, there would have to be a mom involved, mm-hmm. and there isn't there. But if Leatherface comes out, which I hadn't noticed, wearing a woman's face. And that's really I'm what I thought that's his there. his mom, and how they started on cannibalism was they ate the mom who <laughs> might not have worked in the slaughterhouse uh, yeah. because in that time she was possibly you know just cooking right and they were all out working and then they were like well you don't really know how to do this so bye yeah or or she just died of normal causes and that could like, also be possible and maybe she's the first one that they ate where they were like well i mean we have no other way to get food i don't know i'm sure again there are people probably laughing at us because They've seen the other movies and and they know like that's not what happened at all. But yeah. but I do think I totally theory, thought okay, that, guys. that they had family dinner and Leatherface went and dressed up as mommy. Like I yeah. absolutely thought that's that yeah. is what I didn't. I did notice here. he was wearing like I don't know something that seemed more feminine. I'm like hmm. Yeah, and like, they, they, he had a wig like on. An, he had like this. Yeah, like, like an apron. <laughs> I noticed the apron. Uh yeah. So that that's. That's a little bit interesting, right? Because, you know, um, this is sort of the, you know, um, the the combined genders together, like the male and female, like hermaphroditic sort Mm -hmm. of sort of thing. And he's got a chainsaw, which is pretty phallic. You yeah. Know, in, t- in terms of weapons for your slasher to have, that's a that's a pretty phallic one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, you know, so uh, but I I don't know. I just I thought that was I thought that was kind of uh, yeah interesting. Um, yeah, gender um, in my uh, in my eyes is something that is up to debate to a person, and so like I mean, it's a sort of thing that like gender. So my sister's girlfriend says a lot that gender is a concept. And it bothered me for a while because... Con- it, or construct? Construct. Con- construct, not concept. Yeah, yeah. Construct is a concept. Everything's a concept. Everything. Well, that's why I was like, uh, yeah, it's a concept. <laughs> Everything's a concept. So is immortality. <laughs> <laughs> that gender is a construct. And it bothered me for a while because I was like, hey, it took me a really long time to figure out my gender. And it kind of hurts when you say it's just like a construct, like it doesn't matter, which obviously that's not what she meant. But... I kind of agree because <laughs> like it, it a little bit is like the idea of gender isn't fully a construct like it's not something that doesn't really exist because that's what I was thinking when she first said it and it was a little right. like off-putting but no it's more of the thing where it's like it's something you have to figure out yourself and something yeah, that's a little a, more made up by society no, where it a, doesn't matter quite as much as people think it does right. like sex matters in multiple ways but mm-hmm. a person <laughs> a per, the the way a person sexually identifies like female or male that that matters in the yeah. term in the ways of biology i was talking about this with my friend during gym class actually the other day because we just do walk and talk but um yeah that matters but gender it's a little more up in the air where it's like something that's a little fluid and i'll have to find have the to... quote there's a quote that's something like gender is the performance that we 
play for one another or something like that or the gender yeah. is gender is performative in some sort yeah. of way like you know so it's interesting you know it's the costumes that we wear you yeah. know it's anyway yeah um, i agree that it's important because it's important to me but i do also kind of wish it didn't exist because my friend and i were saying that um we kind of wish wish that gender wasn't on your driver's license because it has your date of birth it has your name it has a picture of you it has like your height and everything like why does it have to have your gender which like they can't know your your gender apparently it says gender and not sex that's because they're afraid of saying sex yeah that's dumb but they should say sex but also well they're afraid that people are just gonna be like yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah like stupid idiots like that like oh (laughs) Or I saw I, I sometimes see like memes and stuff where it's like of like high schoolers putting um, like the date on their paper and it just says date and they write yes because yeah sure sure they're gross yeah. Um, but yeah like we were saying that like we kind of wish that wasn't on there because like it's a little stupid because you can't know someone's gender because that's more of like a sure. mental yeah, thing inter- that someone has to figure yeah, out themselves and also with sex. It could be someone on T, and they could look testosterone. Yeah. They yeah. could look sure. way more masculine yeah. than you know their genitals would show you, and sure. you're not gonna like, hey, strip. No, well, you're, least, you're getting I, a ticket. Strip. At least I hope not. Yeah. Um. Hopefully they're not gonna be like, hey, pull down your pants so I can see your genitals <laughs> to make sure this is really you. Like I know you have an accurate driver's license, and this is your face, and this is the name you're going by, and this is your accurate birthday but like just make sure pull down your pants like it just feels a little unnecessary i get why it's there but it feels a little unnecessary but gender is more of something that's fluid and not in someone's head but it's something that someone has to figure out for themselves and can't really be assigned to you your sex can because well that you have to have a procedure to change but your gender it kind of just happens so that's the sort of thing where it's like a gender switch. That's not really a thing. Yeah. Well, it's it, uh, in Gen Z language. Yeah. No. Sure. Sure. It's um. It's in these these yeah. things. I mean, these are these are older essays. Yeah. You know, and so they're they're doing it based and and I think this is important. Uh, I mean, with to, the different lenses about, we can look at things. I can see it from all well, sorts right. of lenses. And, and to and to think that on the whole. Even though people felt different ways, there were traditionally gendered things. Yes, you and know there still are, which kind of sucks. But. And but part of part of part part of what a films allowed to happen is to explore ways uh, that you know maybe we could break some of those you know yeah. gender gender norms. So, all right. But gender norms also happen in what films you watch, like rom-coms being more of like a exactly, girly thing right? or like action movies being a masculine thing, and which I think is stupid because actually I don't like... <laughs> okay, I'm feminine presenting, which I feel like people could possibly tell from the things I've said, but I love rom-coms and I kind of hate most action movies. <laughs> so stereotypes aside <laughs> for yeah, that, yeah. that's just a personal thing. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, stereotypes, they come from somewhere. I say that often, yeah, sure. they come from somewhere. All of us a little bit depend on stereotypes to make our impressions of a person. 
they still suck because people make too much of an impression on a person and they're like because of this stereotype this is who you are and not this might be who you are because of the stereotype like it's possible but i'm not going to judge you fully on it which is what it should be no it's uh it, and I've said this, you know, about other storytelling techniques in, in previous episodes, but, you know, the, the other thing the stereotypes are is they're a shortcut. Yeah. And it's a shortcut to understanding. Um, and, I mean, the honest God truth is that stereotypes exist for survival. Yeah. You know, it, it allowed us as primitive people, and I know that's a supercharged word too, primitive, but what I mean is, you know ancient you know barely learning to walk upright people yeah um we had to use stereotypes in order to figure out whether or not people were going to pose a threat this is why we get into all sorts of us versus them you know sort of stuff we have to figure out who our people are that are gonna you know keep us safe so get back to the movie yeah sorry (laughs) um speaking of staying safe yeah right um, Sally is ultimately rescued by a man. Yeah. I was kind of bummed out about that. I get the deep sigh. Cause like, I mean, can't the truck driver just be, be, be a chick? It, can't it I just mean, be a chick? It, it totally could have. And there was probably ways that she could have escaped too. Like she's Couldn't done she so much on her own. She did so much on her own that 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 very last moment, you know, uh, was you know like. And then the white knight comes in, and and you know we still yeah. have that sort of savior sort of thing. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen her just save herself. But I mean, I get it in a way. Her jumping onto that truck is like, saving pick herself. Her up. He didn't really pick her up. She just kind of like she's like she's like I'm I'm on here. I'm doing this. I'm getting on this truck right now. You can't and stop me. It's amazing that whole sequence looks so real to me. Yeah. It looks so. I mean, like real. okay. But speaking of reality, how hard would it actually be to jump onto the bed of a moving truck? Did it move or did it stop? I like in my mind it, stopped, it was moving, but it, it but... stopped for a, a little bit while he like hit Leatherface over the head with like a pipe that was thing? the truck driver wasn't it yeah no there were two there, so there there's i mean trucks? the, the track like a... the tractor trailer and then there's a pickup truck so the track there's a tractor trailer that run, tractor trailer? runs over the 16 18 wheeler 18 wheeler oh okay yeah 16 wheeler. it's a 12 wheeler <laughs> how many wheels it four has. wheels no at uh, least yeah so yeah there are two different so there's the, oh, the trailer yeah. truck Maybe and then, then there's a pickup truck. I don't know. I don't know, but I feel like the pickup truck stops like momentarily. I barely vaguely remember the the red pickup truck guy hitting him in the head, but maybe it's not him. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's moving when she gets on. If you can hear the dogs in the background, then I'm sorry yeah, for saying nice there. things. You're gonna have to deal with it. Yeah. Um. So only one, only one person. One person. In the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is killed with a chainsaw. Yeah. Franklin. Yeah, which, I mean, Franklin was kind of my favorite character, I think. I don't was know he why. really? Holy shit, he was my least favorite character. <gasps> really? Oh my god, he was so annoying. 
No, I liked him because he. Well, okay, I like anyone in seventies films that have a disability that that isn't like the main focus of them, and so like that's kind of why. Hey, listen, I'm so praising the directors and the writers. I'm so fucking woke. I can hate the disabled guy in this movie, okay? Fair point, so, fair point. No, I was praising, like, the directors and the writers for no, adding that in I, I, because it wasn't a big thing. It was no, a little thing where it was like he couldn't really get places no, off-roading, right, which, it served yeah, that's just true. a little bit of a plot point, certainly. But it, didn't, it wasn't, like, the whole plot point where it's like, no, this guy's in a wheelchair and he ruins everything for everyone. Like no, he was just whiny and annoying in a wheelchair. And... and for me, it was a little bit about the acting. I was like, ah, oh, I probably could have been better acting, but I, you know, yeah. I don't know. But there was a realism to it too. That, that it again, it didn't feel so polished. You yeah, know? and like Sally oh, and man. Franklin, they really seemed like siblings. No, they did. They did. I'll, I'll give them that. And I, I might on another. I, I'll tell you. I think on my first viewing, I didn't mind him as much. But on my second viewing of it, I was like, eh, it's kind of annoying. Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to when Leatherface kills him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and just there was moment where he was like so yeah they were kind of leaving him behind they go and they search out the old house and they're looking around and it's that house is disgusting by the way great job in finding a really disgusting house um oh yeah he's super like mad and whiny yeah i forgot about that you went in there and then he does the raspberry (laughs) thing like so much or i'm like that's just weird but um, oh yeah i remember being annoyed at that and i, yeah, I just so, i like that they included but i think no you're right you're right that because for the for 74 like that that's pretty good to make it not everything yeah and to have that in there yeah oh and they make such a big deal for such a long time in this movie about his missing knife like where's my knife where's my knife and then like i always i, th- I kept on thinking like Oh man, his knife is gonna pop up at some point. It's gonna be like, it it's gonna be on. It's just nothing. Yeah. <laughs> like it's. Uh, yeah. It's it's nothing. So, I I thought of some stuff that uh, that I really liked mm-hmm. about this movie, and and maybe you can share some of the things that you like. But number one, I love the cinematography. I think there are moments in that that are just absolutely am- amazing. Yeah, there's some. There's actually some really pretty scenery too, mm-hmm. where like you're looking out and it's just like all like the rural like farmy stuff. And I don't know, maybe I really like that because it reminds me of summer because I would go on road trips with my grandparents to places mm. that were like pretty farmy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I love farm landscapes because yeah. it just it's so different from where we live. It is. It, it. I mean, we do we have farms, but we have a lot of trees. So yeah, it was really really well done. There's a great shot that I understand that they had to set up a bunch of um, track to put the camera on, and. Uh, Toby, the cinematographer, which I'm going to forget what his his name is, the director of photography, mm-hmm. uh, but um, had told Toby Hooper that he had this plan to, you know, to do this this shot of when um, I forget who I, I think it's um, when, Daniel Pearl. Okay. Oh Daniel yeah, yeah, Daniel. Daniel Pearl. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Pearl. Daniel. Pearl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, when oh, who's the other girl? Not Sally. Um, Pam. Pam, yeah. So Pam gets off the swing and she mm-hmm. like goes over and walks up to the door and the camera is just like following her low 
from behind and like looking up is just such an ominous shot. It's yeah, anything really, where it's like really looking good. up from the ground, I always find those really scary or anything where it looks like you're actually looking from a person's view. You know what I really like in a movie that's probably happened or I've maybe watched? Something where it makes it feel like you're the killer. Yeah, the, I know the, that P- sounds really... the POV thing. Yeah, but I want yeah, there's like a not much in of that killer in this. POV. Yeah, there's not much in this like... movie. The whole movie, yeah. killer POV? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Where it's like always, and like you, like yeah, you are the killer. Done? Or like you are... Oh, there were groups that were really upset about that, that, that it was like making you complicit in the killing and yeah the, you know, it, there's like, a lot that could be wrong with it but like like they just put like uh, a that's, gopro on some on someone's yeah head. well they had an action movie that was and done like, that way that was basically yeah. shot entirely on gopro uh, yeah that way but that that's an interesting idea bro why has that not been done at least that i know of i mean yeah. somebody shoot us a line if 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 you know of a movie where they've done yeah. that but that sounds uh, really but that's pretty cool i like too that this movie is because they they shot this on location outside of Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, that that this is basically a '70s time capsule. Oh, totally. You know, so it's they, they didn't have like art departments and stuff trying to figure out what's like everything there is just what was really yeah. There's so like that it, was the '70s. In it the just 70s. feels it, and it makes it feel more real. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I just like seeing all that '70s stuff too. Their their outfits are. are I love '70s. Are stuff. Like I'm ha- I have. <laughs> I actually have a really, a kind of '70s style recently. Like I was wearing flare corduroy. Yeah, yeah. Um, would have fit today. right in with the gang. I would have. You know, and that gang, they're going around and they're traveling in a van and they go and explore some sort of spooky thing. I mean, it, re- it really. Yeah, it's up my alley. It's 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 cool. Um, I I think yeah, it always comes. It always it always comes. It always comes back to Scooby Doo. Um, It always will. I think the the, horror awakening. Yes, I think the the best thing about this movie though is like (laughs) when the killing starts, it is on. This Mm -hmm. movie like turns it up, and then it doesn't let go. Yeah, and it's not in a comical way either. In a way where it's like. Where it's like, oh, and now everything's totally different. Like, no, it goes with the same sort of vibes, no. which maybe I'm pulling that from a movie we watched recently. Mm. Um, not naming any names. Yeah, but... The... Um, <laughs> it was bad. A bad movie, but... Well, we'll yeah. talk about that one in probably another time. Um, yeah, but it just keeps going with the same, like, <sighs> plot and basic line and like... while just turning up the heat. Like, it's... it doesn't go to a whole different burner. And it is so... That was a good analogy. The sweet... <laughs> It is a good analogy. It's a great analogy. The the switch is so fast with like standing outside the door. Like that's the moment that they walk into that house of horrors, you yeah. know, and uh, just hearing like the, the like the pig sounds or whatever it is. Like at that point, man, get, get out. Don't linger. Yeah. And, and he's like, just hello, go hello, go to look. And the door opens up and it's Leatherface and like immediately like thump. And then he just like falls to the ground and is like just like shaking down there and bleeding out. And you're yeah. like, oh, oh, holy shit. It's so sudden. Yeah. 
it's it's. I think a, I screamed when that door opened. Oh and my, I saw Leatherface. Oh like, my god! There was a, there was a good amount of jump scares, and there was some stuff where I really remember being grossed out by a whole lot of the stuff in this. Where I was like, awesome grossed out, but like at the same time I was like, oh my god! Like what is that? Yeah. Or like, whoa! And like super cool ways because I'm really interested in that sort of yeah, stuff. Where it's and, like, I kind of find that pretty cool. I find it disgusting and horrible, but also pretty cool. And Leatherface. Um, is like genuinely scary. Yeah. Like super because you oh. get the sense of that like there is something that is really off. Also, do you remember um I don't know why I have so many stories now. Um do you remember when speaking of Scooby Doo, um I watched the Scooby Doo zombie Yeah. It's your very very, very first, first beheading. beheading. Rose first beheading. Yes. Which I don't think there were any beheadings in this. There's a surprising amount in Walking Dead, which also has zombies, which might have been where they pulled that um, beheading from. But yeah, I just remembered. I saw beheadings at like the ripe age of like four. Yeah. And I don't know how old you were. Maybe four. I don't know. So for me, that's one of the things I have down here, though, is that as a positive is this movie manages to be really scary and also very upsetting. Um, without there actually being very much gore. Yeah, at it's all. like there's a fair amount, but like there's not really much gore. There's not there's very much blood like at all. It's the it's idea implied. of gore. It's implied. Yeah. It, a lot of it happens off camera. Yeah, and I remember being so uncomfortable. The okay, I remember being really uncomfortable with him putting Pam on the on the meat hook because you never you never see it. Yeah. You don't see the meat hook go into her. No, you just see him go like, Zoop. and then Which she stays there. But right you, now, but. but you can't right. But you 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 see the meat hook, and then you see him pick her up, and you see him like drop her. But like, I don't know. Like, in a weird way, it's almost like in your imagination of what that is. Is way oh, worse God. than what the oh, reality so is. Oh God! And she just stays there, what? and then she's later alive inside the cooler. Yeah. What know? I like, hate ugh. the thing that I feel like I've probably said this before on this podcast, but what I hate the most, the way I think would be the worst way to die mm. if I was murdered, would be someone slitting my throat, because yeah. I feel like it would feel like a super big paper cut, yeah. and I hate paper cuts. <laughs> I just hate them with like a passion. And getting a paper cut, like, all along my neck that's, like, really deep. Yeah. It just feels like it would pinch. Yeah. It feels like it would just be so painful. I would rather be, like, stabbed. (laughs) Or, like, I would rather have someone, like, snap my neck. Like, please just, okay, if you're going to murder me, if you're going to murder me, don't, don't slit my throat, please. It just sounds so painful. Hey, and this speaking is Rose, Dad. Please do not murder them. (laughs) Yeah, also don't murder me. Uh, Um, But if you're going to... And and you want to be nice to me? Just stab me in the head. That way, I won't turn into a zombie. Mm. Um. All right. The last awesome thing that I that I want to talk about is the set dressing. Mm-hmm. The room that Sally stumbles into that has oh all the furniture made out of bones and the feathers. All over the like, and the bird cages, and the chickens, and like it's that. What an amazing job of 
using materials uh, to to create something that is yeah super terrifying. I think that was terrifying, but also kind of my one of my favorite scenes because, I mean, those bones, that chicken. It was also creepy and like. I was imagining that that chicken must have like pecked those bones clean, like maybe that happened, or like they had the chicken in there, so it would like peck the bones clean and then like get all the meat off of them, so they could make like furniture and stuff out of it. And like also, it implies that they've been doing this for a while. Oh, for a while, right? Like, and they've been you doing can this for see, a while. and when they talk about all of the, you know, desecrations to different graveyards and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know, like oh yeah, yeah, that's. Yeah, he's he's doing collecting. You know, yeah. They went from only cannibalism, which is what we kind of assumed, to hobbyists. Yeah, to now they use the human bones and (laughs) arts and crafts. (laughs) (laughs) Human bone arts and crafts. Their little craft room. Yeah, Michaels did. I don't think existed then. So you know, they had to DIY. (laughs) So um, some of my personal history uh, with this movie, I actively avoided this movie throughout most of my life. I remember uh, Grampy telling me that this was maybe one of the scariest movies ever. Um, it's pretty freaky. And it's not one of the scariest movies I've ever watched, I think. I, I think the ring beats it. Uh, in my mind, I thought people I was I thought I was gonna see people just being eviscerated with chainsaws and like just mutilate like because in my mind a chainsaw massacre i thought there were so many people were going to get chopped up by by chainsaws and i was mm-hmm. not prepared to deal with that um yeah. i don't know why but chainsaws to me um were just a horrifying way to get killed um i mean it sounds also really painful like that and a neck paper cut pretty bad <laughs> intense neck paper cut <laughs> it just sounds really painful okay yeah, it sure, sounds so sure. horrible yeah. i don't know why i just always feel like it just sounds really really bad oh, oh it sounds it just ugh, it sounds like it would hurt so much just like a big <laughs> pinchy paper cut you are so obsessed with this i'm sorry it's yeah. just terrifying i hate it so when um <laughs> I, hate it. I went to i went to a football camp uh, uh-huh. The summer before my freshman year of high school, mm-hmm. and they were the the um, the camp counselors were showing Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two to uh, a whole bunch of like yeah 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 thirteen year olds. Now we have not seen Part Two, which granted wait, Part Part Two gets more into yeah. the comedy side of things. Nice. Um, so horror comedies are like my. So we we've got to we've got to we've got to definitely check I think that Scream out. Scream might be my favorite horror movie. And but it seemed insane. And so I, again, for me, it, it made me go, "Well, sh- I'm definitely not watching the original <laughs> then, because like I'm not sure I can handle this." And so the very first time that I watched this movie was when Mom was seriously seriously sick mm-hmm. in the hospital. And I had left that day. They basically kicked all of us out of the hospital and um, because she spiked a wicked bad fever, like, while we were there for, like, reasons that they didn't at the time know. Yeah. And they, like, whisked us away. And then 
we were out in the parking lot with Grammy and Grampy, not Grammy and Grampy, with uh, Mamie and Papa. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mamie and Papa took you kids, and I, I was by myself. Um, and feeling really anxious and upset at what had happened. Yeah. And worried um, about mom. And, um, and so she had sepsis, mm-hmm. like, uh, so like a blood infection. Yeah. I remember mom talking about this once cause and, um, yeah. And I hadn't, I didn't actually know about this cause no. I was really young and I apparently remember it and then it had never been brought up no. for so, obvious reasons. So for, for me, I, one of the reasons that I like to watch horror is it really helps me escape. I mean, yeah. You like, know. That's kind of why I like watching true crime also, because I'm like, hey, look what could happen to you. Like, your problems aren't that <laughs> See, bad. Well, your high school drama, it's not all well, that horror. You could be being murdered right now. Right. You're not. I mean, I guess. But true crime true, true crime can also stress me out because I'm, I can be like, well, shit, that might that actually happen to somebody. That might actually happen to me. Yeah. Um, so with at least stuff with, like what, with what you're going, you were going through where it was like worse and real stuff that wasn't high school drama with high school drama watching things about people being murdered yeah in real life it's like things into perspective it puts things in perspective where it's like oh this is not that bad no this wasn't about this was so the interesting thing is it's not about perspective yeah what it's about is you know the perspective is is right what it's about is quieting my mind right so when i get into a moment where my mind is racing Mm -hmm. and i can't fall asleep because i'm worried about something um, and there's nothing I can do, right? Yeah. She was in the hospital. People were taking care of her the absolute best that they could. Yeah. You kids were being taken care of. You know, I just had to, you know, take care of myself basically and, yeah. you know, let everything else take over, you know, let everybody do their jobs. And that was really hard for me. And the yeah. only way that I could get my brain to shut down was to basically scare myself so bad with a movie that I was I was super focused on what was happening and not thinking about everything else. Yeah. You know, because it was so engaging. And so this was one of those movies. The other one was The Babadook mm-hmm. um, that I watched in that time period. And that one, I got partway through, uh, was watching it by myself in the middle of the night, totally dark house, got like halfway through it and went up to get myself a drink and had a thought to myself, which I have during the best horror movies, which is why have I done this to myself? <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, so uh, at some point I'll introduce you to that, but that's, that's my history with this movie. And so it kind of holds a special place in my heart as it helped me get through, uh, a difficult time, which I think some people who are not horror movie fans don't, don't get. Yeah. You know, but for me, and it, it's kind of that whole catharsis thing, you know, it's a release. But again, for me, it's about it being a distraction. I, I, people, because uh, some people will be like, well, why don't you watch, like, watch a funny movie? Like, so you can laugh for a while or whatever. I'm like, I, I literally, selfish. it feels selfish and like I can't laugh. And yeah, part of it is maybe punishment. You know, maybe this yeah. is like, I have to punish myself to feel bad because something yeah. bad is happening to somebody that I love. You yeah, know? like, I shouldn't feel happy. I totally get that where I'm like, if something bad's happening, I don't really, and I can't fix it, I don't really want to be cheered up. I'm like, yeah, I don't want it, like, it feels wrong that no, if something just, bad is happening to yeah. someone else to be happy myself, which 
I mean, that's an interesting concept where it's like, that's not necessarily true. Like, you can still be happy if someone else is sad that you love. Like, you don't have to be so empathetic, but right. we're bad at that. Right. No, together, you we're together, not... we're really bad at not yeah, being extremely right. empathetic. There. Wait. No. Oh, we're we're bad at not being empathetic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, whoa, wait, hold on. We're no, bad no, no, at no. not being extremely yeah. empathetic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the feeling of needing to like punish yourself or be like, I can't feel happy when this bad thing is happening to the people around me, that yeah. it's like, it's hard to get that escape by watching like a comedy or something. No. And when it's like something is just happening to yourself or you're like wrapped up in your mind, then it's like, okay, maybe I can cheer myself up with a comedy. But if it's about someone else, which for me it normally is, um, then it's like, no, this is, I can't, I have to watch like the walking dead or something. Like yeah. I can't go and watch Shit's Creek, which I watch yeah. after the walking dead. <laughs> um, well, you know who really was not happy w- were everybody making this film. <laughs> they were miserable making this film. It mm-hmm. was terrible conditions, Ooh. super, super hot. Um, Texas. yeah, it was Texas in the summer. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, they were all wearing like long pants, right? Uh, I feel like they're all they're all wearing long pants. It was long, long, hot days, right? And uh, (laughs) so the beginning of the movie, there's a um, there's a dead armadillo that they they focus Mm -hmm. in on, and there was this whole concept that they had that they were going to bring in all sorts of like dead animals as basically set dressing in this movie, yeah, because there was like a I don't even know what it was, like an animal research center or something like that where they had like lots of dead animals. Yeah. And so they found a way or it was like from a, a shelter where they killed animals or whatever. And so they were going to film them and stuff. And then after a while they were like, you know what, it's – they ended up not deciding not to do it. And part of the problem was is it smelled so bad because the an- yeah. it was hot and the animals kept on rotting. And so they just kind of moved them outside. Steamy dead animals. Hmm? Steamy dead Steamy animals. dead animals, yeah. And uh, they moved them outside, and it just continued to smell terrible. Yeah. And so they decided that what they were going to do in order to maybe get rid of the smell was have a bonfire and just burn all of the animals. But what they didn't know is that like you've really got to have like a a lot of heat in order to like incinerate them to ash mm-hmm. and so then and instead they mostly burned them but they still continue to be there and rotting and so then it was the smell of like burnt rotting oh, animals God. the whole time they were shooting people were throwing up and sick and so there was the smell of like vomit and sweat and dead burnt animals and like it's probably good that we can't smell movies but you can almost smell that movie like you get that even though it's you can tell it's and they shot that dinner scene depending on who you talk to it, they shot it for anywhere from like 23 to 27 to, I don't know, like somebody made a joke. They're like, what's Toby up to like 40 hours now that he shot this scene? Um, but they did, they did the dinner scene for a super long time. They, they put, they like basically put black plastic over the windows and stuff to darken yeah. it so they, they could shoot the entire day. And yeah. everybody was super miserable. 
uh, the, the cook and Sally in the scene where you know he ties her up and then he's hitting her with with a stick. Yeah. Toby at a certain point was like, "We can tell you're pulling back." You know, it, it just looks like you're pulling back. It doesn't look good. Like, you know, and so Sally was like, no, you can hit me with it, you know, and they did it. And he like ended up hitting her and like hurt her. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, the uh, I, I'm pretty sure that Gunnar Hansen, who played uh, uh, Leatherface, cut himself with a chainsaw. Um, oh, no. Yeah. I, I mean, so the uh the woman who played Sally said <laughs> I watched a, a a documentary about this and her expression at the end of that movie when she gets into the the back of the of the pickup truck and it's driving away and she's mm-hmm. like laughing and like grimacing and it's just like totally horrifying yeah right that whole expression she said that is not acting. <laughs> That was 100% real because what had happened was they had wrapped shooting and she was so glad to be done making this piece of crap, you know, in her mind, right? Yeah. It was like, this is, like, I can't believe we all did this. We were all basically working for nothing. It was terrible. And by the way, like, none of the people who made this movie made anything from this movie. Which sucks. It was like, funded, it was like funded by the mafia, um, it, it turned out or whatever gangsters or something like that. Yeah. And it was like, basically everybody got screwed out of everything. Nobody made anything from this movie. Not the director didn't make anything. The actor certainly didn't make anything from it. Um, but so she, she finally felt like she was done with this movie. And then like Toby Hooper called her back up again and was like, we need you to come back. We didn't get the last scene. We need to, we need to shoot the last scene again. And so oh that, God. that scene of, of her, was just like being super done with everything and just terrorized by this whole movie. And they captured it on film and uh, it's better for it, (laughs) you know, which is maybe a terrible thing to say, but like you get the suffering on film and uh, I don't know. I I can't imagine. I can't believe that that this movie got remade. Um, It's... It's such a classic. Um, and, you know, for as much as I feel like the beginning drags, mm-hmm. you know, I think that that this is a pretty, it's a pretty damn good movie. So yeah. what do we, what do you think, what do you think for our ratings for this? Uh, well, before that, um, oh, I have sorry. some, a note on the, cause I'm still stuck on that dead animal smell because. Oh yeah, sure. I have smelled sure. dead animal uh-huh. once in my life. And it was when <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah. he knows the story. Yeah, yeah. On my sister's birthday, which was unfortunate, my mom called me downstairs because there was snow, like, all over um, our porch, and so our dogs couldn't get downstairs uh, and outside to go to the bathroom. Um, And so my mom called me downstairs, and she's like, Rowan, and I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, I think I see a skull in the ground, and I was like, what? (laughs) And she knows me, and she knows that I don't really care um, if if I get my hands dirty. I'm like, um you see what now? And she's like, I think I see a skull. And she's like, it's not like a human skull. I'm like, okay. (laughs) That's a good Uh, clarification. Yeah. I'm like, thank you. That's important. And so I went and I started digging it up with gloves on and actually I didn't have gloves on at first, which was kind of gross. Um, and oh, and you're taking a drink of seltzer right now while I'm talking about this. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah. Delicious. (laughs) 
Yeah. So I ended up digging it up. And what she had seen was the foot of a rabbit yeah. that had been hidden under snow. And my dog, Thor, who is a hound, um, he's half basset hound, uh, so he likes hunting. And mm-hmm. that's been a thing with him for a while. Yeah. Um, he likes him some rabbits. Oh, yeah. He loves the rabbits, which sucks because I also love rabbits. But in a very different way. <laughs> because they're cute. Not to murder. <laughs> but he's a dog, so I can't blame him. I actually yelled at you once for yelling at him for mm-hmm. killing a rabbit because I'm like, he can't help it. He's a dog. He's just like, yeah, I was just disappointed that, that I had to deal with it. But... Yeah. And then I. It's like crying. You're like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, I like went off. I on thought you. you were gonna be. So, I thought you were gonna be mad at at him, and so I was ready to to tell you, like, "Listen, you got to give him a break." And then you're and the then one. I was like, "You have one. to give him a break." No, I was mad at you. I, I wasn't mad at Thor at all. I was like, "What the hell? This night sucks." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my apologies. So yeah, I dug up that dead rabbit, and it was like half decomposed. That thing must have been there for at least a week, maybe two. It I, smelled so do bad. You know what, do you know what's... F- it smells so bad. There's so some potting be- soil that so we had So because... Done. Because... So I, I have been working on a novel now for... Mm-hmm. This is this is almost embarrassing, but like for 22 years. Um, but hey, listen, folks. I, I, I've You're had, a working dad. You've had a lot of I've, things to do in the last 22 years that have not just been you're not a full-time writer no. give yourself some credit here. thank you thank you but yeah also, I mean, it's a really long book grad grad school and everything and you know clinical placements and, and children and children and and i actually i didn't work on it for i think two years straight because i i became disillusioned but and at any rate stay at home dad for a while like that's yeah that's a big well job. then i thought like oh great i'm gonna have time when i'm a stay-at-home dad to write nope. a book like no i had zero time yeah because um, you have a full-time job even if you don't have a full-time job yeah and it's and it's a you know and kudos to you know all stay-at-home parents dads moms you know whatever um the thing is is it, that unlike work where you can you know, feel like, like, ah, oh, now I'm home, you know, and, and again, people have jobs that they bring home, you know, but for people whose job is the home, they're never not at work, you know, yeah. and so I never felt like it was ever okay for me to be like, let's go work on my book for a while, you know, because it felt like yeah. a being selfish, you know. Mom um, says that a lot, where, like, when she's working from home, she feels really bad when, like, she hasn't done the dishes by the time we come home, and we're like, you've yeah. been doing work, it's no. the same as you being at work, except right. you're not at work. Yep. Yep. Like you're still doing the same things yeah, and so Exactly. Yeah, yeah except that my job back then was doing the dishes. So Yeah, that uh, you know. So it's the opposite. But anyway, I guess, so. the point the point that I'm getting at here is that uh in my novel, um, which is about making um a mm-hmm. low budget horror movie, um the movie that they're working on is called Stench of Death. Nice. And so I <laughs> So I kind of brought my nose into that dead rabbit because I wanted to remind myself what that smells like. Because I I have smelled it uh, on occasion, you know, yeah. with, you know, rotten animals in various places yeah. um, that, you know, you stumble across and you're like, oh, God. And it has a really distinct um, smell to it, at least at in certain stages of decay. I yeah. don't know about all stages of decay, but, yeah. um, you know. Um, there are people who study this kind of stuff, which is uh, that what a job. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, it had that that smell to it. Hey, there's a good just... place to go if you are interested in dead animals as a child. Go to that way and not the serial killer way. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. Let's go that way. <laughs> it's still kind of creepy, but it's useful. So you know, go that way. Be interested in biology, not no. anatomy. Yeah. <laughs> Leatherface was pretty into anatomy. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, you have to be. Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's uh, let's do some ratings here, yeah. shall we? Yeah. Um, so how uh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna use uh, uh, cha- chainsaw, chainsaw pancakes, chainsaw, chainsaw pan- pancakes, chainsaw pancakes, chainsaw pancakes. Definitely chainsaw okay. pancakes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, and again, uh, we need we need to get some like molds. Pancake molds, so that we can have like chainsaw pancake molds, yeah. machete oh. pancake molds. We need like the horror, or for like cookies, or we, we can make to, we yeah. can make cookies like that too. But we're not yeah. spooky cookies; we're spooky pancakes. Yeah, so. or we need to figure out how to like accurately do pancake art. Yeah, have you seen stuff with the yeah, pancake seen, art? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I need. We yeah. should do some pancake yeah, art. Nice. Some also, le- um, face pancake art. Yeah, we totally should have filmed this at the beginning. But I have no idea what pancakes we ate for this. But I'm pretty sure it was those really good blueberry ones. Mm, yeah, I did. I did. A, it was a blueberry banana. Yeah, uh, they were I so think. good. We yeah. really have to have blueberry pancakes more often yeah. because those are honestly my favorite type of pancakes. Something magical so happens to blueberries when you put them in the they pancakes just, like, and you cook them. Like it's not. So to be clear, this is lava. not. This is not like pancakes with blueberries on top no, or no, anything no. like that. Put these them are inside. Yeah, these are are uh, like... are fresh blueberries put inside and then cooked and then they turn into like little lava balls inside. If you yeah. eat them right afterwards they burst with But they're such delicious lava. Delicious heat. lava. <laughs> they're so good. Uh, and I've always loved blueberries. Yeah. I've always loved blueberries. Yeah. I've always loved fruit. Fruit is my favorite, but like blueberries that's up there. Mm-hmm. Up there is the no. best fruit. Yeah. yeah. Got to say. Oh yeah. So so blueberries get uh, five uh, uh, pancake uh, chainsaw pancakes. <laughs> yes. the The pancakes get five chainsaw pancakes. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the story. I will honestly. That story is freaky. I will yeah. give that a five. 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 Totally a five. Easy. Easy. Um, Great story. And in, I think you also consider this one of the first, and the fact that they they said that it was a quote unquote true story, like yeah. bam, bam. It's like yeah, that, that sets up so something. Much scarier. It it just sets up a whole genre of horror movie. Yeah, like it's it, aw- it starts something. It really starts yeah, something. Yeah. I don't really know what it is that starts, but it starts something. Yeah, it's it's pretty good because it goes places that you don't expect. I mean, who the oh, yeah. hell expects that dinner to happen? Oh my that god, that dinner is None the of it. craziest, I, most terrifying, I awful thing. Hate. I both hate and I hate love rela- relationship with knowing the plot of stories. Or knowing the plot oh, where, of movies. Like where like, it's going. Yeah, while where it's, it's happening. like if there's like a classic setup for like sure. slasher movies where yeah. I'm like, I like knowing what's going to happen, but at the same time, it's really awesome to be watching something where you have no idea what's about Ooh, to happen. Sure. You're like, I have no idea what's happening right now. There's no formula that's actually yeah. following. Like, that's yeah. super awesome. Yeah. Story? Nice. Yeah, that's definitely a, yeah. definitely a five. The acting. Yeah. I mean, I'll give that a three. Yeah, I think I was gonna say three too. Yeah, uh, because I, I mean, for me, most of the people are are pretty good. Franklin is just it's a little bit lower. Yeah. Um, but basically, everybody everybody else is pretty. I mean, oh, I know the hitchhiker is like a little bit much for me. Yeah. He's. I think he's. 
in well, retrospect, kind of like the, it's the character is kind of written that way, but yeah. also I feel like there could be something differently about well, how that character is played, which right, also just, might be a writing part. It seemed, I don't know, it's but it seemed like acting. It seemed like somebody acting crazy, mm-hmm. but there also was a little bit of like latent crazy. And it was almost like they had a crazy person playing it and wrote all these crazy lines. And he's so crazy that he's not very good at delivering the lines, mm-hmm. but seems legitimately crazy. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. It's just something, something about it was just. Something was off. Was a something little bit off. off. But in the, but I like it. Like when I think about it afterwards, I really like it. Yeah, it's good. It feels pretty like uh, natural. Um it's it's amateurish. Amateur. It's a little amateurish. Um, uh, what, like, what's another word for like natural? Like, um, effortless. No. <laughs> um. Like. Um, realistic. No. Like. It's a little cinema verite where it's like slice of, almost like slice of life a little bit. Yeah, it feels very like. I mean, because that's really when you think about what's happening in this movie is like, we're just on like a road trip with these people. Yeah, it feels like the blueberries and blueberry pancakes where like they're really good, but they're also lava. (laughs) (laughs) And they're not what you'd expect in a blueberry, in a pancake, (laughs) but they're what you'd expect in a blueberry pancake, but not in a normal pancake. So if you didn't know it was a blueberry pancake, you know, they would be a little unexpected, but you'd be like, oh my God, that's really good. So that's what the hitchhiker is, is the blueberries in this movie? Yeah, the the hitchhiker is the the blueberries. Hot blueberries. Okay. Yeah, where it's like, maybe you didn't really know because you're like, oh my God, it's going to be a chainsaw massacre. And then it's like, oh, what are these hot blueberries? Yeah. I thought it was just going to be a pancake, and then it's a blueberry pancake, yeah. which is great, yeah. but you kind of have to be prepared for it. Sure, sure. Otherwise, it's a surprise. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, acting, three. The filmmaking, directing, editing, sound, et cetera. For me, I I would say, for me, it's a five. I'm giving it a four and a half, because okay. I feel like sometimes some of the directing could have been slightly better like some of it's like a little bit directing or editing some things i feel like could have been cut a little shorter than they yeah were. okay the pacing side of it I, yeah. yeah i i'm a little bit more accepting of that i kind of yeah. like it but i could I tell like it, you but, but it I got could, a little i could it tell got a little slow yeah as we were watching i i could tell you were like what the hell is i started like, to check out a bit yeah like when the which is f- a little when easier the chainsaw me, gonna happen here yeah. you know but the like, chase the chase scene is really where i started and then you're to like get, oh like, damn yeah Okay. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a four and a half. Okay. Pretty good, but it, it lost yeah, that yeah, half I'm a, point. I'm a five. Okay. Um, makeup and FX. Uh, amazing. Yeah, the it stuff was that really was, good. The stuff like, that was in there was really, really good. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of makeup and effects because it, it yeah, wasn't I mean, all some, that gory and a lot was left up to the imagination. But, uh, you know, I, but I, the I, sort of like effects and the bones and yeah, all of the exactly. stuff where it's that, like all the, that set dressing. the setting yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah. That's like in the, the costume design, yeah, yeah, yeah. design and yep. those sort of things, I'll, I'll give it a five. Yep, me too. So overall, I, four. I For me, it's a, it's a four and a half real close to a five. Okay. Um, yeah. Nearly... Uh, I I think for me it's it's a classic and um, you know it's often imitated. Um, at some point, you know we'll watch some uh, something like House of a Thousand Corpses and you're gonna see like somebody who uh, 
uh, has absorbed so much of that movie that he can't help but like basically make that movie again. Yeah. And um, and it's a pre- it's pretty cool. I think you I think you'll I think you'll like it. But for me, I I love seventies horror. It's seventies horror may be my my favorite era of yeah. Of there's horror. a lot of good seventies. It horror. feels dangerous. This movie feels dangerous. Yeah. And uh, and I love that. I also like the the um, clothes in seventies horror because I'm really liking seventies and nineties styles. That's like my go to styles right now. Yeah. Like seventies, like late sixties, early seventies, and late nineties, early two thousands. All right. Yeah. Um, now we missed some of our recurring segments. We oh, what did we get? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Sure. We didn't do well, any of them. Um, okay. Because we did a lot of conversation. Yeah, that's for sure. Okay, sure. so. Now, we already said that the makeup and effects, there isn't much of it, but we, we've we talked about how we really, really liked the mm-hmm. uh, effects yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, I think we're good there. So, um, are you woke? Um, yes. Yeah, what? you actually seemed really woke during this episode because um, the, what we talked about with the like gender studies and those sort of mm-hmm. things like that... You, you were woke. Yeah, I wish I wish I thanks. I wish I had had more to you know to tell you uh, about it. Um, you know, and I could quote that that article uh, better. But yeah. I, you know, I'm trying to school myself on it because I do think yeah. horror movies are an interesting um, yeah. way to to view gender. Definitely, like it's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. but you you were definitely woke. So congratulations. Um, there weren't any awkward moments. No. There were no awkward moments. There wasn't any because no, nothing, they're nothing pretty childish yeah. because their life kind of went to shit and they decided, hey, we're going to eat humans. And that's basically the I premise. Guess. There's yeah. no boobs. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, not that boobs are the only thing that make things awkward. No. But, um, but still. But still. Yeah. Um, What did we learn? Uh, okay. Don't eat gas station barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, y- y- <laughs> I I think um, don't just like start walking into a house. Yeah, if like no one's wait home, for walk away. wait wait for somebody to come to the door. If they don't come to the door, move move along. Yeah, and um, you know I should probably learn this for like my relationships. But if things are sketchy, get out. Yeah, like did you not have a sense that things were like? Yeah, like did you not look around that house and see that? Hey, this is pretty weird. Let's just leave because this is another person's house and we have no right to be trespassing right now. Yeah, I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot on the outside, I think, that made it look terribly. Yeah, there just wasn't a lot of common sense. No. In these no. in these um, young adults. Uh, what? Uh, so favorite kill. Okay. Yeah. Um, in uh, our our segment, that's, that's gotta, gotta hurt. hurt. Um. Yeah, my favorite kill. Okay, I don't know if this counts as a kill, yeah. but I liked when. Like, but I thought it was interesting. <laughs> I, th- I, I I thought it was totally I was, great. I was deeply moved, and <laughs> and uh, my favorite kill was when Pam got put on the meat hook. Yeah, because it just that's something I. Saw. Oh. People being like. Yeah, being treated like meat. Yes, just like putting her up on that. It's just something where it's like you, oh, just hanging and not being like, 
hang by the throat yeah, sort of hanging. Yeah. Like, I don't like the idea of being suspended in the air and still being alive. No, that's pretty rough. I don't like it. No, yeah. thanks. No, my I think my favorite um, is uh, the the very first kill. Mm-hmm. I it just that's that's all. It's a pretty good one. Just to me, I, it was so sudden. Uh, it just like destroyed me. Yeah. Um, and it seemed very real. And there's like, if I remember, there I don't think there was like any music playing or anything. It's just like the yeah. sound of him like flopping on the floor as he suffers a traumatic brain injury. <sighs> Is just, it just seems so Disturbing. awful and sudden, and yeah, it just really uh, made an impact. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so all right, that wraps up our well. Thanks. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, for sticking around with us, and uh, we got uh, more stuff coming out for you, more movies to talk about. Uh, some point we're going to be talking about black christmas mm-hmm. uh we're going to be talking about the slumber party massacre series yeah, that's what we've been currently watching uh, uh most recently and, and uh something uh, i'm sure we'll probably talk about halloween at some point and yeah. nightmare on elm street and so there's gonna yeah. there's gonna be a whole bunch of different things uh, uh the thing um, oh yeah, we watched that. That was a really yeah. good one. So uh, so we got some some good stuff coming out for you folks, and uh, just be uh, be looking for that in your yeah. in your feeds. Uh, thanks to our family for for putting up with us. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> thanks to our logo designer, and uh, thank you all for joining us on our journey. Yeah. Okay, that is it for this week. Thank you for listening to Spooky Pancakes. This has been Rowan and Dave reminding you to keep keep it spooky. Find Spooky Pancakes online at SpookyPancakes.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at Spooky Pancakes Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and Spooky underscore Pancakes on Twitter. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And... A five-star review would be great, too. Thanks. Bye.